Florida State officially wants out of the ACC. Here is everything you need to know about it. This is Locked On Big 12. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day bombshell news out of college football. Drake Toll from ESPN Central Texas joined by Nathan Brown of Big 12 Mafia. Thank you for making Locked On Big 12 your first listen every single day. It is broken that Florida State the Board of Regents expect to sue. They will sue. They filed the suit already today, Nathan, against the ACC and the league's grant of rights. Again, this is not at ESPN, who is still a large player in this, but this is Florida State suing the ACC to get out. And the first thing I want to hone in on is the list of things that the Knowles put together for why this grant of rights is fraudulent and they should be let go is dozens upon dozens of reasons that can be summed down, as Ross Dellinger put it, to the inability to generate financial revenues, substantial revenues, and maximize athletic opportunities for its members. And Nathan, as we unpack the the meat and potatoes here, the what you need to know, there's there's way more than I could have expected with this. Well, in the famous words of Taylor Swift, that famous college football fan, we are never, 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 ever getting back together. So that's it. Florida State is going to be leaving. They've told them they're not coming back. This is a this is a one and done. And um, this has been building. It's not just been building the last two weeks because of the college football playoff snub. It's not been building just since the summer. This has been building for almost a decade now. Uh, 2016, they re- they signed that extension, that one-page document that was basically just continuing the contract they started in 2011, yeah. 2012. So getting to this point, uh, Florida State put all the resources and time in that they re- felt re- were required to do this in the right way. And here we are today. The ACC's exit fees and grant of rights penalty violates the Florida antitrust law. That's the first thing that I see. Now, like I, I knew they were going to come guns ablazing, but they truly took out everything, even to antitrust laws. The grant of rights right. presents an unforceable penalty, a breach of contract, a breach of fiduciary duty, violation of public policy. You name it. Florida State has pulled it out of here. But I think the bombshell one, the one that everybody needs to know, ESPN isn't required to pay the ACC past 2027 and none of us knew that yeah the the president of the ACC signed unilaterally on his own without consulting the rest of the ACC an extension that gave ESPN the right Mm-hmm. to renegotiate in 2027. It didn't leave any of the power in the ACC's or the player, the school's hands. So it's it's a complete breakdown. It's a an own goal, as I saw on Twitter. I think that's yeah. a wonderful yeah. way to put it. And at the end of the day, the ACC is in real trouble now because uh, if you think Florida State's the only school that's going to use this, I, I think you're, you're smoking something that might not have been grown locally so let, let's it's going to be fun it's going to be fun for the stuff you and i do yeah but yeah. um for florida state and and their people they're marching on like you said they filed that document today or the mm-hmm. filed suit today and it's on for getting on i think it's so great too the way that you put it earlier this is a decade in the making and really heated up this summer it wasn't a i oh, one of these days florida state's going to leave and I, I don't really believe that the college football playoff snub 
is as big as people are saying. What is, is the money. They want money and they want prowess and college athletics. This was coming whether they got snubbed in the playoff or not. And ESPN knew that as they had a hand somewhere in there, in my opinion, in the college football playoff and its selection process. Here's this, Nathan, according to Tomahawk Nation, who I get a lot of this from. They've been so on the money today, breaking this down immediately. TomahawkNation.com. Ashburn State of Florida State signed the 2016 Grant of Rights Agreement because ESPN gave an ultimatum that it would not enter into any additional media agreements unless the grant of rights was extended through 2036. Following that up with, we don't believe this holds water. So Florida State would not have signed that contract based on that rhetoric had they not understood ESPN was going to pay to 2036. And that's not the case. Well, and they, you look at their competitors, and if, if you want to say they're with the big leagues, they're competing, uh, competing against the SEC and the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. They went out of their way to grow their product and to build yeah. it up for their members. The ACC did not do that, and in a lot of ways, the same way that the Pac-10 did not do that. They were not looking outward to try to find more revenue like the Big 12 is doing now. They weren't looking for those other opportunities to grow, and in and because of that, the ACC is in going to possibly go away in a very shorter time than any one of us could have guessed. You and I spoke 10 days ago, 11 days ago, yeah. and and when we had that, that uh, show, I basically said it would take something very significant to break this thing up. We've now seen it. We didn't see it before. It's It was just a complete screw up for the ACC to say, here's our legal document. We're going to lock it up in a room and you can't come in and take copies of it. You can't come in Mm. and take pictures of it. And so to make it that hard, to make it that laborious to do that, does that sound like a partner? If you were dealing with a business partner and he said, but to come and do business with me, you have to fit through this little hole in my house every day. No, that's not how you do business. So they weren't dealing with them uh, above board. And if I was, I'm surprised it took the FSU this long. They've been super patient. I'm surprised it took them this long to do it. Based on what we're seeing in the lawsuit, yes. I didn't expect to see this until late January, maybe at the earliest. But now that I have seen the amount of possibly fraudulent points that have come out of this grant of rights, it makes sense that Florida State couldn't wait any longer. Here we have enough information they felt like, they still feel like, to create this lawsuit. Nathan, we've we've buried the lead here a bit. Most people are probably screaming right now, this is all fine and dandy, but Florida State has to pay $570 million. But with this lawsuit... That, that's what this is about. This isn't about, oh, the, the ACC is unfair. This is not only is it unfair, it's unfair to the point that we are not paying that much money in an exit fee. Well, and there's there's history here. When Maryland left in 2012, uh, they left at a two third rate. So they only paid a third of whatever that exit was going to be to get out. And because of that, that's exactly what Florida State's going to argue. They're going to say, if you're not going to let us out just free and clear, which would be a song, right? They yeah. walk away without paying anything. If the if judge says, look, you need to give the ESPN and the ACC something back. Okay, fine. We'll give you some much reduced fee to get out of this thing. And that's the where, where the 120 comes from that people have been talking yeah. about for weeks, 120 yeah. million. But it's not going to have that balloon payment that is also going to be, oh, and by the way, this is well, what you also have to pay us just for leaving so it 
it, it, the amount of monies we're talking about, $542, million to leave at the end of the day, that's ridiculous. It, yep. it, it makes no sense. And it's way above, uh, far away and above what they're making. Yeah. That's the that's the thing. How do you measure a five hundred seventy or whatever million dollar leaving fee for a conference deal that you're only making forty five or fifty million dollars a year? It's completely out of scale, and that's what they're going to argue in court. Yep, count seven here. Looking at the court document, the Ross Dellinger tweeted out. Count seven says Florida State is 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 arguing. They're saying the ACC's punishment violates Florida public policy and is unconscionable with right. a severe ACC withdrawal penalty. So this isn't a yeah, you know, Florida State can leave. They just have to pay this big long fee. No, they're suing so that they don't have to pay that massive fee. Which truly, if you look at at how they've broken it down is nonsensical over 570 million dollars in total fees to get this thing done nathan before we move on to whether or not this is going to hold up in quarter whether or not florida state has a full leg to stand on what does this do for clemson and miami and and the rest of the or or the especially these seven teams that already said hey we want out a couple of months ago well but they have to have a home Right. And I think the only one that does today is Florida State. They've talked to somebody. uh, We're all thinking it's the Big Ten. It would be shocking if it was uh, the SEC because of the ESPN deal with with the college football playoff. But if it's not the Big Ten, then what's going on in Tallahassee is kind of crazy. So uh, Florida State has a home. Clemson, Miami. I don't know. Yeah. UNC is the only one that we're pretty sure about. However, they are kind of tied yep. in state uh, with their in-state school, NC State. So I don't know. Florida State's the only one I can be pretty sure of. By, tw- by 2025, uh, uh, they would be out uh, if they said today they're leaving. Um, so it, it's coming, but we, we're not sure of those other schools yet. They're definitely going to chase it down now. Yep. And I'll say this. You don't have to. The the AAU distinction in the Big Ten is not something that's going to keep the Big Ten from making money. (laughs) They're going to find an easy workaround there if they get the brand that they want. Uh, But the SEC feels like Greg Sankey is sitting on his hands right now. And the Big Ten is the the premier destination for these schools. But if the Big Ten balks or only takes two or four, that's the door opens for us at Locked On Big 12. Coming up next, will the grant of rights lawsuit end in the ACC's favor or Florida State's? This is Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by Game Time. I look, I have never taken this advice like I have today at GameTime.com because I just got a little a little dog back here. Oh, GameTime.co. That's .co. I just got a little dog back here, a little puppy with crates in the back. I need to take a break. So I'm going to go to an NFL game this weekend. How do I do it? How do I do it? I go to gametime.com and I buy .co and I buy cheap tickets, last minute prices. This is no frustrating, no hassle, no anything like that. You just go. You go see the Houston Texans play down in Houston, which is not that far from me. Last minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals, easy to find and buy the whole family tickets for every kind of event in your area. They are obsessed with finding you ways to save money on tickets. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets at Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE or $20 off your first purchase. Again, the Game Time app. Terms apply. Create an account. Redeem code Locked On College for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, the lowest prices, and that is guaranteed. All right, Nathan Brown of Big Twelve Mafia here. Will the grant of rights lawsuit 
end in the favor of Florida State or the ACC. Look, neither of us are lawyers. We can't say yes. We don't we don't know the ins and outs of, of where the ACC will counterpunch this from Florida State. But right now, especially I'm hanging my hat on this where it says that ESPN is not locked into paying the ACC past 2027. And when Florida State signed their grant of rights in 2016, it was with the understanding ESPN would pay to 2036. That's a pretty big, quote, misunderstanding that isn't quite misunderstanding as much to me as it is fraud. Well, yeah, it, it is different, isn't it? You sign a deal to buy a car, you yep. drive the car for a while, and the bank comes back to you and says, oh, no, no, sorry, you missed it. On the back end of the back end of the contract, it says, we get to come back to you again to yeah. make you pay for another five years. It is completely ridiculous. I think it's some legal language that they threw in there to try to give themselves protection. The ACC has sold out to ESPN here. At the end of the day, everybody knows the ACC is not driving the bus. It's ESPN. And they basically turned the keys of the car over to them and said, you take us to where we need to be instead of being in control of their own destiny. Here's why I think the Florida State's going to win this thing. And it seems pretty obvious based on the information we've been given and the amount of points, the depth that Florida State goes with this lawsuit. But I want to take you back to what the Big 12 did when it signed its grant of rights with Texas and Oklahoma that those two teams breached and had to pay to breach to leave the Big 12. It was so airtight. They signed this thing in the Northeast where 65% of Fortune 500 companies sign on their massive contracts to keep it airtight. And the ACC tried to replicate that. And Nathan, they they didn't do it right. This is a this is incompetent leadership, similar to the reason the Pac-12 fell apart. That's what we're seeing from the ACC, whereas the Big 12, Texas and Oklahoma didn't sue the league. They paid to leave. Florida State says, look, there are so many holes in this contract we signed that it is it, it doesn't hold up. One of the one of the things that came out in that Tomahawk Nation article that you mentioned, uh, it says Ashburn stated that FSU signed the 2016 grant of rights agreement because ESPN gave an ultimatum. It would not enter into any additional media agreements unless the gore is extended through 2036. He immediately followed that. We don't believe this holds water. So in my in my opinion, again, I am not a lawyer, but we have right. been following this in my opinion that that what he's basically saying that is you're not guaranteed us anything you're basically laying out these goals but they're not based on anything they're basically just written on a whiteboard in some room and we will hit these marks and we're not going to guarantee how we do it we're just gonna you trust us and we will carry you there and i i think that's nonsense i'm surprised that this has been the basis of gores going back decades yeah. and we might be looking at a near future where the gores go away where you're doing contracts with individual schools with with conferences uh, rather than dealing with these unwieldy contracts that, frankly, are making some promises that they can't deliver on. I love to the rhetoric from Florida State that they are the, the little man. That is that it's the, the yeah. quote here. You mentioned Tomahawk Nation. Uh, Peter Collins, one of the board of trustees, said today we've reached a crossroad in our relationship with the ACC. I believe this board has been left no choice but to challenge the legitimacy of the ACC grant of rights and its severe withdrawal penalties. They're playing the card of this is a lot of money. We don't you know, this is unfair. We don't deserve to have to pay all of this. We are we are stuck in a in a contract that is holding us down. We're handcuffed by the, by a con, which is what a contract does. Uh, and playing the the little man that the big bad ACC is bullying Florida State into submission. And one of the things the crutches they're using for this is the addition of Cal, Stanford and SMU. 
saying, look, here's the ACC grasping at straws just to keep right. everything together by adding teams that don't belong geographically, culturally, and especially from a money standpoint. In my opinion, you, your lead should have been what was Cal Stanford and SMU <laughs> thinking when they yeah, signed the, yeah. the contract to join the ACC? Look, that was a deal with the devil. Honestly, yeah. it gave him some good PR. But if you're SMU right now, if you're sitting in Dallas, mm. what are you thinking? Honestly, what are you thinking? You, you were celebrating yeah. two months ago. Today, you have to be crestfallen. Today, yep. you have to be thinking, my gosh, we signed on a deck chair of the Titanic a day before it hit the iceberg. Mm-hmm. I cannot understand what the, the – they were grasping at straws trying to hang on to something that was dying just to stay relevant. And I think that's the most important thing. Again, I've said this a thousand times. It's not the money. The money is the measuring stick. Access, the perception that you are one of the big boys. That's what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Florida State has been used and abused in the last three weeks when they were left out of the CFP. They want that back. And that's where we're at. Nathan, before we move on to where the Knowles will go next and a predictor there, again, I want to go back to the Miamis and the Clemsons and the, and the UNC's Virginia for those schools, when it comes out, if it comes out, I guess I'm going to, I'm going to cover my basis here that the grant of rights is fraudulent. Florida state wins this suit those teams, they're almost obligated at that point to leave and seek asylum elsewhere. Or just at least do more exploratory, you know, send your buddy to talk to the bag man that's mm-hmm. working for the Big Ten. Because there is still that thing where the conferences cannot deal directly with the school yeah. unless they've declared that they're leaving. Right. There is some legalese in there. Otherwise, there's some trade. It's called traitorous interference, I think. And you you can't do that. They would. The ACC could sue the Big Ten for getting in there and talking to them on the back end. So they they would need to form their own exploratory committees. They need to make a declaration saying we're going to challenge the Gore and then they could go out and do whatever they want to do. And then the big or the SEC or the Big 12, for that matter, can come in and say, hey, look. Come look at come in our car dealership. Look at what we can offer you. And it, it's going to turn into a, a beautiful, a, like a beauty pageant. Yeah. Who has the best beauty and where do you want to sign up to be with that? You mentioned the Big 12 there, which is a league that I didn't think would be in these conversations until Brett McMurphy just tossed it out there, which we have been talking. You know, we've been right. It's funny. We've had a lot of these conversations about what needed to happen for for Florida State to get to the Big 12 today. If I had to say yes or no, I don't think it's going to happen, but it's clearing up a bit for how it could, especially as it seems the SEC is coming off the table. Let's go there next. Nathan, right here on Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is where I go to make money. It's it's, it's my life. I look, you know, bored in the afternoon, taking care of the puppy that I just got. A lot of energy, a lot going on. I sit and I watch sports. And when I watch sports, I elevate my game with FanDuel to be able to bet on sports. NFL on Saturday, great. Better opportunities at FanDuel. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. It's easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. Go to FanDuel.com forward slash locked on. All right, Nathan, in summation, Florida State 
wants to leave the ACC, citing effective fraud in the grant of rights and a blown, balloon, blown out exit fee here. Now, with this, you said earlier, you think Florida State's got something up their sleeve. They're not doing this without a landing spot. No, for sure. Yeah. And, and I'll say this out loud, I think, and I'm not the first, obviously, but we yeah. haven't been talking about it for a long time. It has to be the Big Ten at this point. In August, it, it came out that there were some third party contacts that had gone through and said, hey, would you take us? What do we what do we need to take? AAU, is that necessity? Yeah. Uh, and, and we found out it's not. Right. So uh, I think the Big Ten is sitting there in a catbird seat and they can actually come in and offer Florida State a lot less than they might not might be worth, just like they did with Oregon and Washington. They might get Florida State at half a rate. And for the Big Ten, that's a steal uh, uh, twice a day. And, and it adds access for recruiting now into the Southeast, which is going to really piss off uh, the SEC. So uh, I think that's where they're, they're going to end up. Um, the SEC is at 16. Do they need to expand? Really? Let's talk about that. Do they need a Clemson? They're already in South Carolina. Do they need uh, uh, Miami? No, they've already got Florida. Uh, uh, so North Carolina is the only state they don't, or Virginia, North Carolina, and Virginia, the only two states in the Southeast that don't have an SEC brand. So, those are the ones that people are going to focus on. Uh, I don't – certainly they're not going to go past 20. Uh, I think the SEC might get two if they can pry away Virginia and North Carolina. And then I – and I wrote this right before your show on Twitter. Notre Dame, if you're Notre yeah. Dame, what are you thinking today? You really need to make a decision. Jack Swarbrick needs to get with his priests and the other people he's dealing with in the, the Golden Dome there and figure out where do they really want to be. They wanted to be in yeah. charge without having any responsibility forever, but that time is now ticking by, and it's getting to a point where they're going to lose power. If Florida State leaves the ACC, they could stay in the ACC and prop it up, but why should they want to do that? Uh, just to keep their precious freedom? I don't know. I, I think that Florida State, Notre Dame are going to end up in the Big Ten. How quickly that happens, I'm not sure. I think that 2025 horizon looks good. Uh, but the SEC is in no rush to sign any of those other schools. There's one conference that you left out, and that would be the Big 12. And most people have left them out. And you and I said on this show 11 days ago that Florida State is not coming to the Big 12. But now a, a Brett McMurphy throws the Big 12 name in the hat. You know, one of these big talking heads throws the name in the hat and people start to stir. I can see the path where Florida State gets to the Big 12. Do you see a path? Is there something there where, hey, maybe at the end of the day, this finds a way to work out? Sure. Anything's possible. I mean, I mean Florida. I, I mean, love it. I, the answer is yes. On the basis that nothing's impossible, I guess. Yeah, that's kind of right. I mean, pigs can fly and all that right, right. stuff. Uh, I mean, sure. It could happen. Brett Yormark is a wheeler dealer. And if he can do yep. anything could, that, you know, we do have to picture there is this one outlier. I would say 5%. Brett Yormark gets Florida mm -hmm. state in a room or the reverse happens. Florida state gets Brett Yormark yeah. in a room. Now that this has happened and he's like, okay, what, what can you give us? What could we possibly put together? And if Florida State can come to the table and say, hey, look, if we can go to, the, to ESPN and yeah. we bring Clemson, we bring Miami and we bring, I don't know, uh, UNC right. to renegotiate the deal for the Big 12. Now, all of a sudden, the Big 12 
could go from a 31.7 to, oh my gosh, now you're looking 50, 55 million a year just for the Big 12 rights. Sure, that could happen. Do I think it's going to happen? I, I, I just don't. Yeah. See it. Now, those other schools might, well, that'll be a different show, but we can talk about where those other schools will end up. But Florida State has to know that they were, they have bigger fish and a bigger, bigger home. Big 12 people should not feel bad. Just yeah. because Florida State is turning its back and saying, no, not today, doesn't mean they're saying the Big 12 sucks. Just mm-hmm. means the Big 10 is eating bigger. And uh, that's where they're at. Yeah, the Big 12 is not the sexiest pick of the Big not, 12, the SEC, and the Big 10. No. That, that one's obvious no. and can go unsaid. But you're right. This, the, in the event of Florida State bringing a pack and saying, we want to create our own super conference separate of the Big 10 and the SEC right. for whatever reason that may be, then you open up the opportunity. And, and maybe it becomes geography. How many traditionalists are in the room when you consider Rutgers and Florida State being a conference game or Florida State and UCLA being a conference game? game there are things like that that could work in your favor but at the end of the day it's about money and and in this scenario if florida state cannot make the same money in the big 12 as they could the big 10 then it's not going to pan out there's no reason to go through all this trouble in breaching the grant of rights or suing the grant of rights and and nathan to me i just don't if you're brett your mark are you shooting that big are you shooting for the biggest fish or are you trying to fall with a pit or even if you're lucky in miami I think Pitt and Miami would be fantastic. I don't yeah. think those are those are throwaway picks at all. No. If they got a Virginia Tech or a Louisville or North, or NC State, those would be brilliant brands to bring into the Big Twelve. But if you're Florida State, you're looking at you could play games in Provo, Utah, or you could be playing in Happy Valley, Pennsylvania against Penn State, yeah. or you can be playing in Columbus and Ohio State, or you can be playing in Ann Arbor at Michigan. Yeah, that travel sucks, but you're playing in Ann Arbor in Michigan, yeah. and you're getting people – you could get a 20-million game in the middle of the season. Uh, and that many people could be watching a regular season yeah. game. It could be that important. So, again, this is about perception. It's about realization and um, visualization, and they visualize themselves up with those other schools. Holistically, Nathan, I know we've gone way over time. Holistically, is this the the fourth or it's not the first? It, it, you'd be right. fooled to say it's the first. Is, is this the fourth or fifth domino to fall in the creation of a power two, a power three, or even what Chuck Baker has talked about having this elite level of college football where only a certain amount of teams compete for the best? I think it's a three world and the ACC can hang on. If Notre Dame stays true, mm. that's it. That's the bottom line. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, that's a big if too. <laughs> that's just, yeah. I don't know if, at this point today, right. the world's different than it was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Nathan Brown, big 12 mafia. I know that you'll be all over this and have been all over this. I, the, I just want to take one second here. It is. It feels gratifying today to sit back and see the big names and the big faces tweet out all the stuff that we have predicted, <laughs> that we have talked about, that we have broken down in the weeds for months now. For right. for the amount of of comments and messages that we've all gotten of "give it up, guys, this is never going to happen," or "stop talking about fantasies," or you know, this X, Y, and Z, you're all idiots. Today feels pretty good. 
I actually th- look, you do this for a living professionally. This yeah. is something I'm coming into is I've always wanted to do this type of thing since I was a little kid. That was 45, 50 years ago. So I appreciate that I've had this forum, but mm-hmm. boy, if you put in the time and you're willing to yeah. work and you listen and you network and you get with people like yourself that are, are friendly and want to engage, boy, there's so much out there. And I believe in my opinion, in another 10 years, those reporters that you've just talked about, those yeah. formal organizations are going to cease to exist. And the reporting is going to be at our level because we're the ones that are closer to the actual work getting done. Uh, and look, we warned the ACC all year last year. We yeah. warned them that the Pac-12 death or even the, the struggles they were going through were coming to ACC land and nobody believed us. No, it'll never happen to us. We warned them. The Big 12 people told the Pac-12 before that. Yep. And it, it's just the ACC is unfortunately the last one to have to pay this price. If they had done this first, then they would be the ones in the catbird seat sitting back and eating, yep. you know, and, and enjoying the day. But they're last, unfortunately. And, and it's going to be probably most painful for them. Yeah. That's where we sit. And you mentioning that the long string of of dominoes that have gotten us to this point, of course, I'm going to say this on my behalf and, and maybe even speak for you. A good portion of this is just business common sense. Right. It's less having to go and dig and find resources and more. Wait a second. Let's just look at the numbers of how Florida State's being shorted for the university and brand they are in comparison to even Big 12 teams that are making like a Cincinnati who's getting paid more in a TV deal than Florida State. It's just common sense that at some point something had to break. And I'm glad that we've had the common sense to be in the trenches for it. Nathan, how can folks find your stuff? Uh, Big 12 Mafia, you can see my name there, a Twitter handle, or you can find me on YouTube. Just put in... Big 12 Mafia will pop up. I got a team, Immaculate View and Moen View, Moen Show and uh, the guy who's on vacation in France. That would be the Wild Ute. We got a good team. We put a lot of time into this. And yeah. if, if you follow us on Twitter, you will be at the top of all the latest news breaking. We don't break news, but we report other people's breaking. I love it. That's Nathan Brown of Big 12 Mafia. Drake told from ESPN Central Texas. Woo! be a long week. Merry Christmas, everybody. The content will not stop because this this is bombshell news and the ripple will be felt in the Big 12 for sure. This has been It Always Will Be. Thanks for making it your first listen every single day. Locked on. And thanks to Nathan Brown for being nails as always. Dose Grande. Peace out.